Michael. Hi. Um, as the director of Compass, um, could you give us a brief introduction into or to the history of the Institute and to the work that you are undertaking here at Compass? Compass existed since 2003, so we're coming up to our 10th birthday. Um, and Compass was set up, uh, funded by the Economic and Social Research Council uh, to recognize the increasing importance of migration studies and the increasing importance of migration in the United Kingdom in particular, but globally more generally. Um, the areas, there are five areas, five clusters of work that Compass is involved in. There's a, a cluster of work around the drivers and dynamics of international flows of people. There's a cluster of work around labor markets. There's a cluster of work around issues of citizenship. There's a fourth cluster of work that takes the changing city as its principal focus. And a fifth that uh, looks at welfare states. So what we do, or welfare and well-being more generally, and I think what Compass is characterized by is scholars across a range of social science disciplines. So we have a mixture of economists, political scientists, sociologists, historians, anthropologists, um, all of whom have an interest in working with people from different disciplinary traditions. But with some of those clusters, there are more economists looking at labor markets, more people who are political scientists looking at uh, issues of citizenship. But um, we try and draw together also um, both graduate work with doctoral and postdoctoral projects and younger researchers as well as older researchers. So it's a research center, but with a research center that tries to cross the boundaries of academic disciplines, tries to cross the boundaries of academic hierarchies, but also takes boundary crossing as its principal focus, obviously. Right. And how did you yourself become interested in studying migration? Um, I'm a bit of a dilettante in lots of ways. I'm most interested in studying the, the city. I'm an urbanist. And I've studied the city in departments of geography, sociology, politics, architecture, and anthropology. But uh, my work has always tended to look at um, the, the parts of cities that are driven by multicultural and migrant-related social change. Um, so very early on, I did uh, a study in my doctoral work of um, relations between police and British black communities, particularly in the wake of the riots in British cities in the early 1980s, which was an ethnography of policing but became a study of the multicultural dynamics of various parts of London in particular, but other British cities in general. And really my interest in migration has flowed from that, has always tended to focus on the complexity of urban change as, as a principal focus. Right, and for a long time you have been actively involved also in urban politics. And which impact this, did these involvements have on well, your academic interests, but also on your academic approaches? Well, I think it's iterative. It was back and forth in both directions. So I was, I suppose, first and foremost an ethnographer, as I said. My inspiration for my first work was that there was a general sense in the 1980s that a lot of academic scrutiny had been placed on migrant communities. And it was about time there was some uh, focus and scrutiny placed on the largely white uh, receiving institutions. And so the concept was that an ethnography might be of the institutions of the powerful rather than the cultures of the powerless. It was in that context that I spent a lot of time driving around in police cars, uh, trying to understand the ways in which 
certain kinds of social conflicts, certain kinds of cultural norms, certain kinds of predispositions, and some fairly unpleasant sorts of uh, change on the ground were developing in parts of London, which were culminating in some uh, major uprisings, disorders, riots at that time. And I suppose as I progressed from that, it be, my interest developed in uh, the dynamics at the heart of the city of city change more generally, and it, they progressed from a focus on the police as one institution to urban politics as an arena. So I began to study uh, the political context of multicultural migrant-related change uh, in various cities in Britain. And again, as an ethnographer, I was involved in participation and observation. And what I tend to say is the participation tended to get the better of the observation. So I ended up almost by accident in uh, local politics. But it meant that the way if you spend time inside the state and you understand, and in a way that is loaded in many ways, Mick Tausig, the anthropologist, talks about uh, the magic of the state, that we might actually come to uh, recognize that the instruments, the cogs, the wheels of governmental power are actually mythical and mystical as well as quite banal and prosaic. So I think it was an interest in, in those complexities that led me into an study of the governmentalities of the multicultural city and the recognition of the study of the governmentalities of the multicultural city also informed the kinds of politics that might be possible in the 21st century. So on a political front, um, the town hall and the municipal world may appear slightly boring until, in certainly my biographical case, in the part of London I lived, the, um, the far right, the British National Party, won their first electoral seat in Britain in 1993, and suddenly the prospect of having people from the British National Party occupying the town hall becomes uh, a way of making you think twice about how prosaic or irrelevant the town hall is as a site of uh, deliberation, a site of political settlement between different communities in a part of London, the East End, which has been characterised by several generations of migration. So over the next 25, 30 years, my interests have gone back and forth between direct experience on the ground and then trying to understand the sorts of cultural change that are inflected by the dynamics of the evolution of the city itself. Right, now moving on to some of your more recent work, which actually looks at migrants in the political sphere of European societies. Could you outline um, some of the issues you focus on more particularly in this context? Well, I think if we recognize that the, the world is more globally connected and we recognize the cliches of our time academically that it is inadequate and conceptually flawed to think of discrete societies that can be studied one after another, then we've moved in the language of our time beyond a methodological nationalism to think about how um, home place connects across the world. The imagined communities are not merely linked to nation building but also linked to both sustained transnational links and new new configurations of geometries of faith and power and international settlement. So what that implies I think is an increasing sense of the importance of both the temporalities of social change in a study of the temporal but also a recognition of the plural um, levels of geographical scale at which processes of migrant-driven change operate. 
And so most straightforwardly, I think in the, in the context of Europe, what that means is the European imaginary is challenged to rethink itself beyond the nation-state. And equally, it's the case that how you think about the problematic of integration of migrants has, by default, more than by design sometimes, moved beyond an understanding of the settlement of migrants in a particular place on a path to assimilation. Um, the fact that transnational realities undermine such old social scientific models um, almost speaks to a need to think about what it might mean to consider the integration of migrant labour markets, migrant cultures, migrant generations um, in a world that is increasingly globally connected and transnationally focused. And I think that's been the focus of quite a lot of my work over the last few years. Right, and against that backdrop, and also against the backdrop of, your, of the work that you've previously been describing, what are you teaching in the Graham MSc Migration Studies program? So what is your overall involvement also in the program itself? Um, well, I, I teach a session on the importance of sociological insights to a multidisciplinary um, understanding of uh, migration. And part of what I try to emphasize in that is that the, the social the social that is at the heart of the discipline of sociology is itself a discovery of a particular moment, largely, not entirely, but largely uh, rooted in 19th century understandings of a modern world. And that if we, if we recognize that the discovery of the social has particular 19th century antecedents, then we might want to think about what um, the production of the social means for the 21st century. The French scholar Bruno Latour always talks about the social as being something that is always in front of us rather than behind us, something that is in the make, that is, that is yet to come in some ways. So that notion of social pattern that is emergence uh, or focuses on the, the emergence and the becoming of new flows, new uh, links, new dynamics of social and urban change might make us recognize both the importance of a historical sociology of modernity, but also reconsider what what the modern means to the social imagination today. Now finally, from the perspective from the perspective of, of the Compass Director, but also well, somebody who has been in Oxford for quite some time now, what do you think make Oxford, makes Oxford a special place to study migration at? And, and to what extent would you encourage people to come and apply for the Migration Studies program? I think almost uniquely, Oxford has a concentration of researchers, research centres, uh, scholars and students who share an interest in migration but come from very different geographical backgrounds from across the world, disciplinary interests, um, but also from different perspectives intellectually. So there is both a vibrant exchange, which can be robust, but also an environment in which I think young scholars in particular can find people of different interests, of different backgrounds, of different traditions, uh, all sharing an interest in the subject of migration. So there's a real possibility to compare very many different ways of thinking about migration and very many different ways of studying migration, all within uh, an environment that is supportive and productive in terms of intellectual possibility for people. Thank you very much. You're very welcome.